0: Now, anyone who has spent some time online dating has their share of stories. The writer Jennifer McShane had one experience where the man she was meeting got drunk and then burst into tears because he felt sorry for her. The reason was, Jennifer has mild cerebral palsy. And beyond the usual dating pitfalls, it's yet another issue she has to surmount. She wrote a piece about this uh, in in a recent edition of The Irish Independent. Afternoon, Jennifer.
1: Good afternoon. How are you? Uh,
0: So, how long have you been online dating for?
1: I mean it's a while, like I did the piece over a ten year period that's probably more if i'm thinking about it uh without I started really when I must have been i suppose it wasn't even in college, just out out of college so in my early
0: twenties I would say right, okay, like any yeah like uh, uh, most people i suppose uh, yes. at, at that age they start doing it, and when you started doing it, was it uh, were you thinking, do I mention the cerebral palsy, do I not, how do I approach that?
1: Oh my God. It's something, Sean, that I still kind of him and haw about today. It's still the biggest thing that gives me the most anxiety because at the time when I started, I didn't write about the disability the way I do now. So I didn't put it any on any profiles. I didn't really talk about it because at the time I felt it would kind of do me a disadvantage or a disservice. So I didn't know what to do. So at the time, my kind of way to do it was to not put it publicly out there and then kind of say it as the conversation kind of segued in but then also obviously always tell them before I met them Mm. and that had various kind of levels of success or not but the big thing was how sick that always made me feel no matter what rapport you had with the person you still have to go in and mention this thing which may or may not be a very big deal to them and automatically just end that there. So that was always a big thing then. And it's still something I think about now. So in the piece, you know, over various years, I have both said and not said it prior to the date. And, you know, it has gone either way.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, I suppose uh, uh, an extreme example of it not going well. uh, um, Do tell us about the fellow in the coffee shop.
1: Oh, And this is, yeah,
0: this is the most recent one. So
1: I I decide to say it up front now. I have some photos there with the aid. It's a K-Walker and which I think I look nice in. So I put it up. And, you know, if you Google me now, you're going to see it. It's going to be there. I write about it a lot. So I always tell the person because it's, some people don't, can I just add, so the reason I I sometimes don't is is because I have a couple of friends that are disabled and they just happened to not tell their respective husbands now that they didn't have it prior to the date and they ended up marrying them. (laughs) Hmm. So they had success with it. So in this instance, I said, no, I'm going to tell them. So I said, look, I'm going to bring a frame with me. It's okay if, you know, you feel weird about it, but even then. Then I worded that wrong. A friend said, tell them... It's okay if they have a problem with it because you don't have the problem, but yeah. that's here or there. So I told them, and I, I arrived early as I always do, popped it in a corner and I sat just so I was behind the door because it was the easiest way I could get into the seat. And yeah, I was waiting there and you know, I hadn't, I wasn't paying attention to who was coming in or out until I saw the ping of the, the message and he said, sorry, you know, it's it is it is kind of weird for me, you know, but thanks for chatting. And that was it. And I looked up and I kind of just didn't know what to say. And my face probably said it because the guy, the barista behind the counter said, was the guy kind of who stood behind you? Were you expecting him? And I was like, yeah, but not anymore so he just saw it and, and it was too weird for him. And in a way, you have to expect that kind of reaction. You obviously hope it won't be reacted like that. I mean, what, what stopped him from having a coffee with me anyway? You know, there's no guarantee that I actually would have wanted to see him again or he me for other reasons. You know, 80% of first dates probably go like that where you don't click with the person and that's it. Mm. You know, you can say something makes you uncomfortable probably without... You know, making the other person feel like they did
0: uh, in my case, which was really awful. <laughs> so, Jesus, uh, uh, yeah. The, but the little thanks at the end of it was kind of—I I don't know—something odd yeah. about that. Uh, odd, yeah. Uh, the, the, I suppose the thing is: is it is there a difficulty with that? Okay, you, you, now you're saying it up front, but even when you say it up front, is it almost like a thingy? You know, when you're when when you get to meet someone, you have to get over that. In the sense that they're going to have questions, etc.
1: Yes. And I'm really open about it. And I always kind of, you know, go back and forth and do I put it on the do I put it on the profile or not? And my kind of thing about that is that, yes, I have cerebral palsy, but it isn't the most interesting thing about me. Mm. But I can understand why it would be a huge, important thing, maybe. To somebody else and I feel the you know the difference is everybody has their own thing that they are insecure about that they don't like mine just happens to be very visible you can really see it so but I do feel straight away I feel like oh god I have to tell them I have to tell them and in some instance they say you know if it's okay you know I don't want to go or in some instance they'll say yeah and they'll go on the date or not show up for the date has happened once before but even then I'm never sure are they just saying yes to the date, even if it makes them feel weird about it. Do you know what I mean? You mm. never you never really know. And in a weird way, I have to respect the guy. It, and respect's probably not the right word. But for saying up front, it made him feel weird. He didn't waste both our times. He was like, nope, you suppose, know, it's, yeah. it's going to be too weird for me. You know what I mean? It's not the nicest way to communicate it to somebody. But at least he said it. I mean, he could have said it before, but maybe seeing it in real life, maybe he didn't know people, you know, in his family that had disabilities or friends. And maybe he's just not used to that sort of environment or dealing with those conversations. So I do have to think about that as well yeah. for the person. And I probably make it a bigger deal than it is to a lot of people. But, you know. Honesty is the best policy, but you can go either way is but, what I
0: think. But I'm and I'm just guessing here that I imagine it's almost like you have to, if you get to the point of the date and, uh, and the man turns up, there's almost like a spiel you have to go through for them, knowing there what is. questions <laughs> they're going to ask.
1: Yeah, I mean, there is, because mine is mild cerebral palsy, Sean. So if you approach me and I'm sitting down at a table, you would not have a clue. Mm. You wouldn't know. So if... If I don't tell them and then I get up to walk, then I'm faced with that whole, oh, what's wrong? Or is there something wrong with your hip, Um, as as some people say? And for me, it's just awkward. So I kind of like to preempt that and kind of find a way into the conversation to say, by the way, or as I do these days, just tell them my full name. And if they want to Google me and bow out, you know, go for it. (laughs) Uh, It's part of the reason why I started to write about disability more Um, not just because I wanted to talk about it, but also I felt for, for myself, what is the point in, in kind of not talking about something that makes up such a huge part of, of who I am as a person, not, not the only part, but a big part. So, um, in a way talking about it makes it a bit easier, but, you know, I think whether your disability is visible or not, everybody can relate to that kind of sense of anxiety. When do I, when do I tell, when do I tell the partner? Um, and you know, it's important to say that these are a handful of instances, but they don't happen all the time. They don't happen altogether, and most people are genuinely lovely about it. it it's my problem that I'll never know if it doesn't work out on the other person's side because they genuinely didn't click with me, or because they kind of maybe. No, they mightn't accept the disability, but don't want to say it like that. So that's always the thing that I have. But yeah. that'll be <laughs> that's not going to change anytime soon.
0: Has it, generally speaking, got better? I, I mean, just as a kind of an indicator of people's attitudes towards disability and they see a human being rather than a disability.
1: Yes. And I think it really has. Like we're talking about it so openly, openly now. And I think everybody knows someone that's affected some way, visible or not, with some kind of disability. But I personally think that physical disability is still stigmatized in a way that maybe invisible ones are not. From my personal experience, particularly using an aid as I do, um, you don't see a lot of adults with cerebral palsy, you know, zooming around the place on, on K-walkers. Maybe, you know, you see them in wheelchairs and maybe that's, quote unquote, the more socially acceptable aid to use. And I still feel that that, is a thing for people like it's right there. The aid is there. You know, there's nothing kind of cool about it, really. And I I think that's the challenge you face is that it, it's harder because it is there From my personal point of view. But generally, people talk about it more. People are open more. And if anything else, even if dates don't materialize, people ask, questions and i encourage people to ask questions um and whether or whether or not they're they're comfortable or not with it that isn't something that you can control on the date you know you have to just go and put your best foot forward and as I've kind of been into my 30s you kind of have to try and say well look their loss because you're not meant to be with everybody that's what the dates are for you know you're just looking for the one uh, person that maybe will uh, will look past it so mm. um, it just depends and there's been instances where you know we've started things and then and then they've said later that it's just not something long term that they're comfortable with and you just have to you just have to accept that or i can have the case of my friends where they just go on the one date and meet their husband yeah, and that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for that, basically. <laughs> yeah, there's one story you tell, about, but a fellow who turned up with his ex, like. <laughs> that
1: was it was bizarre. So, it was so weird, and for context, there he didn't tell me because I kind he just kind of said, look do you mind if, you know, a friend of mine is there at the bar and just going to, you know, go and say hello and I'll ask her to come and have a drink with us. And I thought that was weird because we were on the date as it was. And he was kind of, I got the vibe that he was a bit weird about the cerebral palsy, even though I'd done the whole thing and told him and whatever. And then it kind of, she came over and it was fine. And then I got up to, I got up to use the bathroom or something. And somebody, somebody said something on my way back when I was walking back I overheard someone say hey just does she know that like that's your ex-girlfriend there (laughs) or something along those lines and I just well walked back to the table and said were you going to tell me that this woman was your ex oh it's fine but we're not together anymore and it just it was so I just brought her because you know I was just happy she was here in case um you told me about the CP and in case I found it strange and it was all about him I noticed in case he mm. found it strange in case it was weird for him not even kind of realizing that the situation where you an ex-girlfriend there even if you're friends with her now would be totally weird for me So I don't know, you don't know what goes into people's heads and you do, it does sound unbelievable. You couldn't make this up is what I say. And when the article came out, there was a comment or two, you know, from guys that were not disabled, kind of that said, well, how can it be real? You know, how can this, I don't believe, you know, yeah, it's harder for you, but I don't believe this could happen. And that's opposed to the several messages I got from disabled people that said, oh my God, I saw myself in those stories. So... It's very, very easy for a non-disabled person to have that outlook that surely things are much better and things like this don't happen. Yes, things are much better, but these things definitely still happen is, you know, it's a slow and steady thing. It's not going to change
0: overnight. Mm -hmm. Jennifer, we wish you the very best in your further uh, dating adventures. Jennifer McShane is a journalist and writer. Jennifer, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And uh, I Oh, actually, Phil just texted in there when we were talking saying I'm meeting a girl for the first time this week. Should I mention I've been treated for cancer twice in the last two years? God, I don't know. If anyone has any opinions there for Phil uh, or, or more to the point, uh, direct experience of something similar to that, that would be useful. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money.
1: Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays
0: at 2 p.m on News Talk.